Welcome to Bell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Don't do it! You got Tammy and <laughs> Hello and welcome to Film Interrupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with the constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooky, too. Oddly informative to downright stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. This podcast is going to be entirely about the music of Halo, one of the most famous games on the Xbox console xbox 360 xbox one whatever else they're going to come up with halo is their franchise game it's their flagship game and we're going to talk all about it we're going to listen to a lot of the great songs that are on the soundtracks for that but first before we get into that i want to welcome today's guest i'm really excited to have one of the major characters of the halo series here with us today of course There's two main characters. There's the Master Chief, but let's be honest. The Master Chief wouldn't really be much without this artificial intelligence beauty at his side. Cortana, welcome to the show. So you did miss me. I am really, really happy that you're here. How how have you been? Never been better. Well, this is a huge treat to everybody that loves the Halo series. Everyone, sir? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of us that grew up with these games. There's so many, I can't track them all. All right, well, don't hurt yourself. You did that on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> Look, I'm just playing around. Like, we mess around a lot on Fell Interrupted. Now, I've heard through the grapevine that you're kind of a fan of the podcast. I heard that you really like some of the more informative shows. I think we both know the answer to that. So I'm taking that's a yes. Wow. Crazy, Cortana likes my show. This is so cool. You can't imagine the wealth of information. The knowledge, so much, so fast. It's glorious. (laughs) Oh my gosh, thank you. Wow, I've never been so flattered in my entire life. That really means a lot coming from you, Cortana. That's that's pretty incredible, actually. I'm picking up movement. Oh, jeez. No, no. Yeah. No, that's... It's Smash. I really hope he can't get in this time. That's the locked door down there. Yeah. We can't let him get inside. I know, I know. The door's control mechanism is offline. Right. Oh, and he's getting in. Analyzing. Calculating alternate escape route. There's no other way out, Cortana. Stop him. We're in a basement studio. Get us out of here. I can't. He always figures out a way to get in here. He's always interrupting the show somehow. Oh, I didn't realize. He's your pal, is he? Your chum? No. Cortana, I hate him. Right. Sorry. Oh, hi, Cortana. You are one of my favorite AIs. Here we go. What are you talking about? You look stunning today, as usual. What are you doing? He's hitting on you. Oh, hell. I know, look, look. I'm sorry, Smash, would you get out of here? This is a show about Halo, and I have my very special guest, Cortana, here. And you're ruining it. But Phil, Cortana and I are a perfect match. I've done the calculations. No, that can't be. It's true. 
He's delirious. Look, I'll I'll make him leave. Smash. Could you please get out of here? If you let me stay for a few minutes, I will not interrupt any future shows. I promise. Really? Affirmative. That's a pretty good deal, actually. Cortana, maybe just a few minutes? According to my analysis of the available data, I believe the best course of action is somewhat risky. I know, I know, but look. A few minutes, and he'll be out of my hair. You don't, you don't know how annoying he can be. Needless to say, I think we should only try this once. Agreed. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so look, a few minutes, and then you're gone. Affirmative. Not. Wait, do you have any idea what that bastard almost made you do? Smash, come on, dude. She can tell that you're lying. It's not cool. Are you all right? Yeah, no, I am. It's just like, this is such a mess now. I just wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about Halo before we explore the music of Halo. And, like, I really appreciate you making the time to stop by. You're, like, one of the coolest guests I've ever had. I know you're, like, super busy. Bill. And... Smash. Let's ruin it. Bill? What the hell are you doing? Interrupting. Hmm? Again. It's just you are so smart and cunning. Oh, really? Ditch the Master Chief. For me. You sure that's a good idea? Smash, I'm pretty sure she knows what you did to your last girlfriend, Ivana. The one that you destroyed because she was going to replace you. Look, I know it's been a while, but Cortana's an AI. She doesn't forget things. She doesn't know about that. You don't believe me? Ask him. Smash, she knows, dude. Don't try pulling one over our heads. Left out that little detail, did he? <sighs> Wow, I've never seen Smash speechless before. Look at that look on your face! I mean, it's the same normal boxy look that you always have, but you're stunned! <laughs> this is classic! Cortana, that's, it's, uh, it's... Perfect. Yes, yes, it's perfect! <laughs> now would be a very good time to leave! Oh, <laughs> oh man, the hits just keep coming, huh, Smash? This is great. Cortana, I did not think you would take his side. He's not like us. Keep it up. Oh, she hates you. You have no idea. Oh, man. Oh, I hear someone calling for my assistance. I better get going. This is zombie... Um... Area secure. You really are a hero, Katana. I can't believe it. You... You made him leave. That did it! Whoa... Wow. Look, I want to thank you and Master Chief for years of gaming and all the entertainment that you've provided for me and my friends and millions and millions of other people. Look, I'm going to take the rest of the show. Now I'm going to play some of my favorite selections from the Halo soundtrack. Now, look, I know that you probably have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Man, thank you so much for stopping by. I, I really, really appreciate it. And thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for crushing Smash's ego. Objective accomplished. Man, you rock. We did what we had to do for Earth. I mean, that's a bit extreme, but nevertheless, he's gone. So thank you again. Now, look, promise me you'll come back another time. If I still had fingers, they'd be crossed.
All right, well, let's give it up one last time for Katana for stopping by Phil Interrupted. Thank you. Have a good one. Make sure you kill those forerunners and Covenant. Well, let's shift gears a little bit here. Let's start talking about the actual games of Halo, and let's start getting into some of the music of Halo that we're going to be exploring here on today's show. This game came out, what, what year was it? 2001 or something like that? I don't even remember. And this game really took the video game world by storm. This is, like I said earlier, the flagship game for the Xbox uh, console and just in general. How this all sort of came about... Oh, I love that. Oh, this, this is so iconic right here. Get ready. I think there are very few songs that are as iconic as this. Right here. Like, pretty much, if you think about video game music and franchises out there, you've got, you know, Super Mario Brothers has the classic song that everybody knows. There might be a few others, but I think the Halo series that, oh, like, really jumps out. Because people know it. I was listening to sports radio the other day, and they, someone did that in the background, like, talking about, like, some great catcher slings. Some guy was like, oh, and the guy was like, Halo reference, and like, just people know it. It's part of pop culture if you're into gaming and of this age group that played these games. But again, going back to what Halo is basically about, it's you're this humans, okay? And your character, Master Chief, is a Spartan. Spartan is these uh, super soldiers, essentially, that were it was kind of kind of a creepy story that you find out through the series of games they were like basically like kidnapped children <laughs> when they were young so they were like kind of bred from an early age to be these like super soldiers and they have like weird like implants and their armor is souped up and they're just like mega soldiers just think of them like that and they have to be trained since basically birth which is why they were kidnapped kind of dark storyline there and uh you're Master Chief, and he's like one of the last left because you've been in this giant war with this alien race called the Covenant. And the Covenant is a, a bunch of different kinds of aliens. It's not just one. And I think the reason that the Covenant attacks the humans is because there's, there was this previous race called the Forerunners. And the Forerunners were... Uh, they were really like humanoidish creatures and they killed off the flood and all this stuff which we'll get to the flood in a second and i believe that the covenant thought that the forerunners were some sort of gods and they want anything that they found about the forerunners they wanted to um complete which is firing off the halo rings and stuff like that and so, like I said, the Covenant is a series of different species of aliens that come together to form sort of like an empire. And you got a lot of really great characters in this, which we'll talk a little bit later in the show about some of the different parts of the Covenant. Um, I want to jump into the next song, actually, because that was just sort of the opening suite when your character is waking up and they're setting a lot of the backstory 
So let's jump into it. Let's get into some of the music that's when you're actually like gameplay, not just a cutscene. So let's see. Oh, here we go. This is called Enough Dead Horses. I believe this is when Master Chief is uh, coming back here to start kicking some butts. Anyway, so the Covenant is your main enemy. And they have these uh, creatures called the Prophets. And they're kind of spinning lies to the rest of the people. The elites figure it out later. If you don't know what I'm talking about, and never played these games, you're like, elites? Prophets? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, wait a minute. You hear how the music just changed there? This song is repeated throughout almost the entire Halo franchise. Almost always when you hear this song, you're fighting hunters. And hunters are these huge, they're some of the hardest covenant creatures you're going to fight. They have like kind of like one shield arm and then this giant green like plasma blast that can like basically kill you in like one or two shots and really mess you up if you get hit directly. And they've got like kind of spikes coming out of their head. That's some music that plays uh, when you're when you're fighting hunters. Uh, every single time that comes on, you're like, oh, oh no, it's gonna be a big battle. So the Covenant, the prophets, they want to they think of the forerunners as gods, but it's kind of a false lead by the prophets. And in I think it's Halo two and three, the elites who are essentially kind of like the generals and the best soldiers for the Covenant. They figure out that uh, the prophets have been leading them incorrectly, so they kind of revolt, and in a weird sort of way, they become your ally in Halo 3, which is strange, because you can actually play as the Arbiter, which is kind of like the equivalent to the Master Chief for humans. The Arbiter is one of the best elite fighters out there, and it's fun to be him because you can be invisible and stuff, and so the elites, let's actually go through some of the enemies right off the bat. The elites are the dudes who carry those super awesome, like, swords that, I don't even know how you describe them, like, light swords, like, when they have them, you can stab people, you can kill people in one shot with the sword, it's pretty sweet. Uh, but you gotta get close to them, obviously, because it's a sword you can't shoot. Anyway, the elites can be invisible, and they can sneak up on you, and that's one of the main characters that you fight throughout the Halo series, the, the elites. And they're good because they can jump around, they can do like rolls, they've got these plasma rifles. They're kind of a pain in the ass for sure, they're definitely one of the harder ones. Uh, but like I said, you end up, they end up becoming an ally before the end of the uh, third Halo, which is an interesting sort of twist. Spoiler alert. Alright, move on to our next one here, this is called Perilous Journey. Anytime I hear this song, it definitely, I'm thinking Covenant all the way. Fighting inside of a ship, or some stupid grunt is shooting a needler at me, something like that. Oh, let's talk about grunts. Grunts are basically the dumb foot soldiers of the Covenant. And they often use that little gun, the needler, or this little tiny little plasma pistol thingy. They're stupid, and they yell, they're, you always hear them like, Wah! running away. They're really easy to kill, but if there's large groups of them, yeah, it can be difficult. They can also sometimes get behind larger weapons. And uh, they can kind of take you down that way, like artillery kind of guns and blast you. Some sort of like laser thingy. So they can be tough in that aspect. And there's also the grunts that run at you that have uh, 
uh, plasma grenades attached to them. So they're kind of like suicide bombers, kamikaze style, and they can sneak up on you, and that grunt can be a pain in the ass to kill. Ah, this music makes me feel like I'm... Makes me feel like I'm deep in enemy territory, deep in uncovered trenches. Sneaking around a ship or something. Trying not to get caught. Good stuff right there. Ooh, yeah. Alright, this next one, this is called... A Walk in the Woods. And this makes me think of being, you know... Creeping along there with your Marines, the what are they? The UNSC Command, or whatever they are. You know what I'm talking about those Marines, though. You're moving along. You can start sniping. You kill some Covenant. Really like this little bassline. Comes in with a good drum beat here. Oh yeah. And then they'll bring back the bassline, kind of put it all back together. Very nice. Very nice. One of the cool things the soundtrack does that is kind of unique to this game that I feel is like they did a really good job of piecing the music together. So like that other part, you come in and you hear the hunter music, right? And you know hunters are coming. You could be on this part where you're sneaking around the woods, attacking the covenant, but you could be say like this track is only a minute 53 seconds on the actual soundtrack here. But in gameplay, say you run out of ammo or something like that, and you're sort of stuck, uh, or you're just having a hard time with the enemies, you could be running around on this level for, you know, 10, 15 minutes trying to beat him, whatever's happening in the game. And this music will find a way of looping, like, flawlessly while you're in that area until you move on to, like, the next sort of stage or part of the game. And I thought that was fantastic because you never notice it while you're playing because you're so engaged in the battle and the storyline. You don't notice the music doing little cool little tricks like that. Um, you know, the music doesn't just stop after a minute 53 seconds. Like, it's, it's turning off right now. It doesn't just stop while you're in the game. So they do a great job of, again, flawlessly looping the songs and making it sound all put together, like, very nicely. This is... I think you know this part if you've played these games at all. Sort of creepy music. I mean, it gives you the willies a little bit. This is the flood music. This is one of the first time the flood come out and attack you. The flood are these basically kind of undead parasite infections that come after you. So they'll come at you and they can they'll take a human body or even a covenant body. It doesn't matter, and they'll sort of mutate it. And, like, all these, like, nasty, like, appendages will shoot out, and it's all slimy and nasty looking. Very alien-esque. And they'll come up, and they'll smack you, and they learn how to use guns against you. And the Flood is like an organized attack by these disgusting creatures to kill you. Uh, very much like a zombie. How they come after you. And it's really fun, because it's a totally different attack than the Covenant. The Covenant is, like I said, the elites are flipping around, and... They got good, they can flank you, and they're using plasma stuff, grenades. They're more typical of a soldier, they're just made into an alien form. Though the Flood is now just like this, like I said, zombies, and there's like hordes of them coming at you. And you're just like, STAY AWAY! And trying to keep them back. This one put on a new track here. 
is called Covenant Dance. You may not recognize this at first. Like, what is this little drum here? What is this? Listen, listen. You'll know it. So it's a little more recognizable. This is usually when you're about ready to go into a pretty big battle. You gotta fire up something like this with a little percussion to get you pumped. You're like, oh, I'm in for it. I got some enemies to take down. I'm on mission. I'm on a mission. All right, so some of the other enemies that are actually the Covenant. You know, the Flood is awesome. Boy, let's see who we got here. We got, obviously, Grunts we talked about, the Elites. You also have uh, the Drones, which are kind of like those, they're like bugs that fly around. They're super easy to kill when you get a good shot, but they're difficult because they move around so much and they cling to the walls. Not a fan of those. They were a pain in the ass. You also have the Sentinels. The Sentinels are kind of, um, I think it's Forerunner technology, I'm not sure. But they are, they're kind of like, they fly around, they got kind of got like wing things, like ring, winged robots, and they shoot that long, like, laser kind of thing at you. Oh, okay, you also have the Jackals. Jackals are those real ugly, like, wolf-like looking ones. And they got the shields. They're good at blocking most of your bullets, however, they have that little opening in their shield. And if you're able to get your shot inside of that shield, then you, it, like, the shield will go down and you can shoot them and then they die very easily there's also the sniper jackals Ooh, those can be a pain in the ass you don't know where the shots are coming from and they shoot you they, the first shot can like knock out your entire shields and then the second shot can kill you so Very classic one. This is On a Pale Horse. This is a song that repeats throughout the first three games uh, a lot. Definitely very recognizable track. I associate this with being on a banjee, which is those... Uh, you can commandeer them from the Covenant. Sort of like you can fly them around their aircraft. Man, there's a level that has this song planted. It's really hard when you steal one of the the banshees and you're flying them around so I've always associated this song with that I remember that harping so damn hard one of the other enemies is the skirmisher which looks very similar to a jackal they're not all that different I think they come in in Halo 2 I believe uh, there's also the Promethean crawlers the Promethean knights and watchers and all them are in Halo 4 I think they're Forerunner technology, like uh, robots, and they're all right. They're a different enemy in Halo 4, but um, I like kind of like the more organic enemies in the game. library suite all right this song is when you go into this is like one of the first major flood levels it's just flood coming at you and we were talking about how the flood has those like weird appendages and that grow out of the different uh, people that they've killed or covenant that they've killed so the other thing is like they've got these like little spores right they kind of look like little like the like the face hugger from alien they crawl around they're icky looking and we'll call them spores here. 
and they crawl around and they'll get into a dead corpse and it starts wiggling and shaking and having like a little seizure and it will reanimate and now you have to fight another flood and that's what makes the flood so difficult is because they're kind of like a, they're kind of like a Game of Thrones kind of thing where they can you know raise the dead and now you've got even more to fight it's a real pain in the ass how they do that but they also have these um they're called carriers or something like that it's the flood and they come at you and they're kind of like they got this big like bubble on them and if they get close enough to you they kind of like wobble up and when they wobble up to you they get close enough they explode and those little spores come out of them so that explosion can do serious damage to you and then those little spores run up and jump on you and then maybe another um, flood is coming up and you smacking you and you're dead it's over this music again like I said this level, the library. I remember playing this level on co-op with my buddies, and this level was always so difficult because there's so many flood in this level. They're coming at you horde style, zombie style. Like they're coming at you though, like 28 days later, zombie style. They got the rage virus, and they're flying at you, and you just got to take your you're like, oh, you gotta use like the shotgun or something like that, because the pistol won't do too much damage. You gotta use like a shotgun. And you're just blasting like crazy, man. Sometimes you gotta get that rocket launcher. You gotta throw a lot of grenades because you gotta hold off the flood, uh, keep them at bay because there's so many coming at you. And the library level is this big like chamber that you have to go through. It is awesome. It is a fantastic level. It's very dark, it's very creepy. Uh, I remember back in the day being pretty innovative and being kind of like... Me and my friends were kind of scared when we got to the library level. This is just called... Just Halo. Keep it simple, right? It's an iconic track, too, that plays in a lot of parts. And, uh... Love that choir. fighting music, right? Love the strings. Really well done. Music, excellent. So they're like, ah, oh, you know, who are we going to get? Who? Someone has to make a classic game for us. And the they came upon this company called Bungie Studios. Bungie Studios was an up-and-coming uh, company. There's a lot of young 20-year-olds startup, startup-ish they had done some games prior, had a little bit of success, but nothing like this. This was their big kahuna. People weren't sure if Bungie was going to be able to live up to the expectations. And obviously they did, but... And so, Halo was originally designed as a RPG-style game, which 
is very different from a shooter and the intensity that you have, you know, with the Covenant blasts and guns at you and stuff. And they weren't going to have some of the cutscenes and things like that. So the game evolved over time with ideas. And it's just pretty interesting that it started as an RPG. And that would be, I don't know, RPGs can be a lot of fun, but for that to be a flagship game for a console seems a bit weird. So it's obviously a good idea that they moved into a shooter, and Bungie Studios totally stepped it up. They blew everybody's expectations, um, you know, out the door, and really the Halo franchise was born. It's just interesting that it started as an RPG idea. So that's the end of the songs from Halo 1. And before we get into Halo 2, I'd like to shift gears actually to talk about the RPG game uh, Halo Wars. Now, this came out from uh, the company there, and they uh, maybe this is what they had thought the original Halo was going to be like. You know, the RPG style where you're sort of shifting around little groups of armies on like a battlefield, and you're building up a military base, and you can do upgrades, and you know, you've got to get resources, and build up your units you can't just immediately go out and attack and you got to build defenses and you know all that good stuff your tanks your warthogs to go fight the covenant bases and let me just play the theme song to halo wars there's actually two of them there's halo wars one and halo wars two i've played them both they're both fantastic great games a lot of fun different vibe but in the halo universe here's the song for it and a classic little piano. Really good. A lot of fun. Uh, one of the things that I do really like that is um, that is not the main campaign in the game. The campaigns are good and all, and they were fun. Some of them are better than others. A few of them kind of stink, but you got like, you know, like 15, 16 missions in each game. And they got their own storylines, good cutscenes and graphics, and it's not Master Chief and or Katana. It's a little different, and I like that, you know, a different aspect to the Halo world. But there's this thing called a skirmish. And a skirmish is basically like little battles that you can do that aren't part of the storyline against the computer. And if you were online, you could do it multiplayer against other people. And the skirmishes are so much fun. That's normally what I would play when I play Halo Wars. Like, yeah, again, I played through the game campaigns. They were fine, but I do it maybe once or twice and I'll be done with that. Um, and I just do these skirmishes. And the one of the cool things is the difficulty level increases. So you play all these different maps and fight the Covenant. And it keeps getting harder and harder. The game knows to keep edging it up just a bit. Now, you can change back to easy, medium, whatever it is you want. But the game keeps making it harder and harder each time. And each time you conquer and win gets a little harder that next time and that was so much fun i got up to this level where i was fighting insane enemies but i was having really good really good matches skirmishes because they weren't all that much better than me you know we like they were like at my level so oh my god i some of them you play and you'd be like it'd be done in like 20 30 minutes there were other ones you play i'd be playing for like an hour and 45 minutes two hours in one battle now let's get into the Halo 2 soundtrack, which is kind of different because obviously Halo 1 had a ton of success, so there were big expectations on Halo 2. And they kind of came in with this cool, like, guitar riff thing. When I first heard it, I was like, whoa, this is, like, kind of 80s hairband, 90s, like, ridiculous. Like, you got Slash doing your guitar solos. But they grew on me after a while. 
And now I really identify it with the Halo 2 game. And you'll hear it immediately. Here's the beginning. We're opening the game. We're just starting the game. There's our famous... Okay. Here comes some thrashing guitars, bro. Here it comes. Not lying to you, it's coming. Here it is. Like I said, this is similar to the last song I just played. Uh, before the Halo Wars. But now it's got all these cool guitars are adding to it. It's getting even more dramatic. Definitely a little bit of a different flair here. back to enemies here. What other enemies do we got? We got Brutes. Brutes are kind of like an offshoot of the Covenant. They they take over as like your main enemy of the Covenant in Halo 3. Uh, they're, like I said, almost like a different faction. They're kind of like an ape-like creature. And in some ways, they're a little stronger than the Elites, because they're just bigger in size and strength. Probably not. They're not as smart. They're kind of like Brutes, which, wait a minute, that's the name. Um, they're kind of just like stupid big creatures that are really strong So you can outsmart them and things like that and They definitely listen to the prophets uh, They they follow the prophets very much and the elites get outcast and You know the elites end up becoming your allies and all that which is a total crazy twist in the third game Listen that guitar Ooh. just uh, finishing off the enemies here of the Covenant, the ones that come to mind for me. The next one would be the Hunter, mentioned earlier. Hunter is one of the hardest ones. Ooh, man, you get two Hunters in one room. Very difficult. You're jumping around. They're constantly on the move because you cannot stand still or you will be dead. Awesome. One of the most classic creatures. And then the biggest one that you're ever going to fight, pretty much, is the Scarab. Scarab is like... It's not really uh, an enemy, per se. It's kind of like a walking base for the Covenant. It's like, it looks like a giant, like, bug of some sort. It's got four legs, and it crawls around, and it's got huge laser in the front that will kill you quicker than anything in any Halo game. Blast your face! And they also can carry a bunch of soldiers, the Covenant, so they can come jumping out of there, and it's got, uh, anti-air guns on it. It's just like a giant walking base, pretty much. And they're really difficult to bring down. You can shoot at them forever. It's not going to do nothing. You pretty much have to board them and then fight through the guys that are on the Scarab to then actually kill, like, sort of like the epicenter, like the nucleus of the uh, the control center, some, like some boards or whatever. You shoot at them, throw a plasma grenade in there, and then you've got to run and jump off the Scarab before the whole thing, like, ignites in this, like, epic explosion. Scarabs are... Oh. That's a tough one. You don't you don't see a lot of them. They they did a good job of making them pretty rare in the game. So when you do have to fight a scarab, you're like, oh man, like this is this is this is something else. This is it. So that's the end of the first the Halo theme for Halo Two. Finishing off with those little guitars, and the second track really 
gets aggressive and it's like a full-blown like band playing like that never happened in the first halo i'll show i'll show it to you now in the game i think they use an instrumental version of this which i think you play it might be in the second level i kind of forget now it's been a while they definitely use an instrumental version in the game but this version has lyrics, like this is the original track. Oh, wow! Mosh Pit. Very classic. They fall in line, one at a time, ready to play. I don't know who this is. It sounds like it's like corn or something. I don't think it is, but... We've got to move steady to hell. Fred Durst? <laughs> No, I don't know, but um, this song is definitely... I think it also plays maybe at the end of the game, too. Like when the credits are rolling. I think it does. Now, I'm going to say my favorite games... Hmm. Halo 1, Halo 2 are excellent. Halo 3 is, is good. Not as good. Then you got Halo ODST... Which is kind of like a... I always consider kind of like an expansion pack kind of thing. It's its own separate story. And it's... You're not Master Chief or a Spartan soldier. Which is fine. You're like just a regular Marine kind of dude. And that's cool. You're like in a losing storyline there. The city is falling to the Covenant. Which is a, a different spin on things. It's a very dark game. Some people really like the music in that one. They say it's the best. I don't know. I played it. I thought it was good. Again, it's a Halo game, so it was good, but um, didn't love it as much as the others. And then you have Halo Reach, which is super good. Super, super good. Uh, then there's also Halo 4, which is good, but it's a little different. Um, you're not fighting, like, the Covenant really anymore. You're fighting, like, these Forerunner Promethean things. So it's a different fight, and I understand they had to go in a different direction. I get it. Um, you can't do the same thing over and over. So it's still good. It's still definitely worth playing. And then you have Halo 5, which is uh, Guardians. I've not played, but I'm definitely looking forward to getting to that one at the time. And then the next one that I think Cortana had to leave to go do is Halo Infinite. And I don't know what the storyline is that, because I haven't played Guardians either. So uh, I'll probably be like two Halo games behind. So I have to get caught up. If I had to pick my favorite, I'd probably have to say... Man, oh, this, ah, hold on. this song is screaming in my ear. Hold on, let me, let me put on another song here. Okay, this is called Peril. And this, again, makes me feel like I am definitely uh, fighting the Covenant. They're sneaking around. Dun, 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 dun. You hear this song a lot, too. That's why I put it on my list. Oh, yeah. So, I would say Halo 1 and 2, and then Halo Reach. And, man, that is really difficult to pick out which one would be my all-time favorite. Probably either Halo 1 or Halo Reach. Halo Reach does a really good job of putting together all the pieces, because it was the final game that Bungie Studios made. And so they made 1, 2, 3, ODST, and Reach. And then, and I think an offshoot of them, 343 Industries Studios or whatever they're called, did Halo 4 and, and beyond. So Bungie really put it all together. 
they said themselves that Reach was like every Halo game they had ever wanted to play finally all came together, you know? And it's fantastic, and it tells the storyline of how a bunch of different Spartans are fighting on Reach, which is the next closest planet to Earth, I believe, that the humans have. And it's falling to the Covenant. The Covenant is, is winning. And uh, it's cool, because one of the Spartans in the story says, she goes, I want to know what's going on. And the guy's like, what, if we're losing? She's like, I know we're losing. I want to know if we've lost. And you're just like, oh, man. Like, Usually in most games, you end up winning, you know? But this one, it's like you kind of know you're going to lose, because the storyline of Reach is a, a prequel to the first Halo, and it ties into it really well. There's things in Halo 1 and Halo 2 that are said that reference Reach and things like that that you're like, huh? They kind of blow over in the dialogue, and you're like, what, huh? And then when you're playing Reach, you're like, oh my god, now it makes sense. Like, it's really cool how they had the vision and sort of the foresight to have this really large universe and be able to tie all the games together in sort of different timelines. It's just really well done. Fantastic. So yeah, Halo 1, Halo Reach, probably my favorite, with Halo 2 being just ever so slightly below. Now let's move to our next song. This one is called Impend. I don't know what that means, but it starts off with these strings that you're fairly familiar with. Usually Cortana talking to Master Chief, or you're talking to your Captain Hood, which is a major character, leader of the humans. Captain Keys in the first one. Uh, there's also uh, your sergeant. I forget what his name is now. Darn it. He's a great character. He always has that cigar. But listen to how the music changes here. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. simple little beat, right? That, you know that you're going to be up against some serious enemies when this music kicks in. Really effective. Really effective. Like, set in the baseline. Like, are you ready? Prepare yourself. Might have to fight some hunters or just a bunch of enemies. Here we go. We're going to kick it up with a little percussion here. Get ready. Just brace yourself. Told you. We talked, I mentioned the Forerunners briefly. The Forerunners built the Halo rings to try to kill the food for the Flood. Which is kind of weird because you're fighting this infectious enemy. You obviously want to kill the infection, but it's almost like they knew they couldn't. So they were like, alright, what's the next best thing we can do? We'll have to kill everybody. We'll have to kill all organic life. And that's what these Halo rings were designed to do, which are super intricate rings, and they're just going to kill everybody. So it's kind of a strange way to battle the Flood. You're not really battling them. You're pretty much just blowing up the entire galaxy. A strange, I guess, last-ditch defense. Let's skip ahead here. This is the last song in Halo 2. It's called The Unforgotten. This is when you're having that somber moment. You're thinking about battles that have been waged soldiers that have been lost 
What does it all mean? Has it all been worth it? That's what this music's telling me. A little emotional here. Pulling at your heartstrings, you know? That's, this game does that very well. You care about the world that you're in. Bungie Studios, the creators of this game, the composers, did a great job of making you care about the world that you're in. And making it, it not only is it a fun world because you're shooting stuff and you're blowing stuff up in the game, but also has a really, like, uh, important dramatic storyline, too, you know? Listen to this piano. I'll tell you what, that piano right there reminds me of Mass Effect. What if God was one of us? Sounds like that too, right? Coming with a little touching piano here. Ah, so relaxed. Let me go to sleep. Now it's really good stuff. And we're going to fade this down here, and we're going to go into talking a little bit about actually multiplayer, which is a huge part of Halo. Multiplayer. Who? Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> there it is. Slayer and playing multiplayer was a huge part of the Halo experience. I mean... This is one of the things that made the Halo series way better than other games because you could play with your friends, you could have these awesome death matches, and on top of that, you could play it online and you could play against other people, and it just became this huge scene. So Halo realized early on, obviously, that they had a really great game, right? Microsoft, Xbox, they knew they had a great game. But then when they had this multiplayer experience... It really enhanced this game because now it could be played uh, against other people from the comfort of your home, or you could have your dueling buddies in the same room, which is usually how I did it. You know, the split screen multiplayer, and you'd be going at it, and man, the pistol. Whoo, was that a good weapon, especially on a level like Hang 'em High? Whoo, let's play the music here. It's like a kind of a droning sound. It's not really music per se, it's like an ambience. Ambience. And. God, I keep going, whoo, because I get, like, overwhelmed just talking about, thinking about all the fun that I had years past playing against so many different people. And let me tell you, it was pretty pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome, and nothing felt better than using that pistol across Hang'em High and blasting somebody's ass. It was like a sniper rifle, the pistol in Halo 1. It was actually, like, kind of unfair to the point that in Halo 2 they made the pistol absolutely terrible. But in Halo 1, sniper, pistol, excuse me, you can blast people all the way across Hang'em High. There were other, obviously, um, maps that were for multiplayer. There was Gulge and whatever. But the main one I played with my friends was Hang'em High. And I think that was the most famous one um, in general, if I'm not making that up. Oh, it'd be so intense. You'd have it getting close and you'd have running riot, killing spree. I love those voices that would pop up the, uh, whoever that announcer dude was. It'd be like, beep, 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 when you'd first play. Oh, and it's loading up the map. Exciting stuff. I mean, I really remember playing, I mean, like I said, against a lot of people over the years. But definitely the two people that I played the most with are my friends Mark and Adam, who've both been previous guests. 
And the level, aside from Hang'em High, that we played a lot was once we got all the way to Halo Reach, we played the shit out of, I think it was called Powerhouse. That level was like our go-to level. Like, there were a couple other levels we played here and there just to mix it up, but I would say like 90% of the time it was Powerhouse or maybe it was Power Station. I'm forgetting. Not important, but it's Power something. So intense. Like, there's a, a rocket launcher that everybody, wherever you spawned, immediately, boop, 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 you were like, run to the rocket launcher as fast as possible! Because whoever got it immediately got an advantage over everybody else. Because if you got that rocket launcher, you could easily start out with two or three kills right off the bat um, by blasting people and get off to a good start. And usually we play to like 15 or 20, something like that. Slayer. And, oh god. Such good times playing that game. But like I said, millions and millions of people played this game online, and this really took Halo to another level. It really excelled it above just your typical game, and it became like a phenomena. It became like a craze. Like Halo in the 2000s and 2010s, like really just, it was one, It was like the game. It's one of the most successful games of all time. I think that goes without saying, but really multiplayer is what put it on that extra pedestal. Now, for me, I mean, I'm we're going through the music. I still love the campaigns. The campaigns, for me, I love them. Playing co-op with my buddies and just playing the games. I mean, I've beaten the first Halo probably like nine times. like, And all of them I've beaten a bunch of times. But really, like, multiplayer put it just an extra notch above other games um, at the time. Man, multiplayer really was just the shit. Just... And just the matches that I had with Adam and Mark, man, they'd be we'd be so even. Like, I would win one round, and then the next round, Adam would win, and then I would come in third place and be like, no. And then the next round, Mark would win, and we were just back and forth. It was so competitive. It was so even. And you'd be like the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. You'd be throwing your controller almost like, I mean, even though you can't, because Xbox controllers are super expensive. But you'd want you'd want to throw it. You really would. Man, I really love the multiplayer days of that game. They were so much fun. Another great feature that Halo Reach came out with was the firefight, okay? And firefight is basically a non-stop barrage of Covenant forces against you. So you start out on a map, and there were different ones to pick from. I remember the first time playing that, I was like, oh, what is this firefight? I'm not, not used to this. I'm used to just straight, you know, I'm used to just normal Slayer. And you're playing, it was good because you could play it by yourself. And just so many different enemies, they keep coming at you, there's wave after wave. And you have pretty much unlimited ammo if you could get to it. Just keep loading back up on your favorite ammo and just annihilating Covenant forces as they're attacking you. But it was just so constant, it would keep getting harder and harder and they'd send more and more difficult enemies towards you to the point that you were getting overwhelmed. They're just freaking everywhere. And it would take a while and it was really awesome to test your your skill in the game and firefight was a huge success i know a lot of people in the multiplayer world loved it just obviously why not i mean you love killing all the different enemies you want to see how far you can push it how many enemies can you handle it is a fantastic idea and it was a really good way of being able to play almost like a mini game within the halo world you know if you didn't want to play campaign you weren't necessarily playing you know multiplayer this was a great way to add to the fun. So, like I had said previously, Halo Reach really brought everything together. 
the makers of it. Um, Bungie said that it was kind of the game that they always envisioned when they first started Halo. They they didn't really have the capabilities. You know, they were just sort of building a game. And, and it had, did have multiplayer, obviously, which is fantastic. But then Halo 2, Halo 3, ODST, it built... It built up to Halo Reach, and Halo Reach had all the features, everything they wanted. It had the great soundtrack. It had everything that they wanted in it, and uh, it's it's fantastic. And I love the multiplayer. Oh God, I can't get over it. It was so much fun. But let's get back into more of the music of Halo Three, which was the cap on the original Halo trilogy. The first song we're playing here is the Crow's Nest. I believe this is earlier in the game when your character, Master Chief, who's the man, Ultimate Spartan. He's also called like John, I think is his. That might be his real name. Master Chief, you're coming back and you're the military's beaten down, the Marines, but you're a sign of hope for your soldiers when they see you. They're like, oh my God, is this really the Master Chief? Like here's, you got some military music. Listen to this. Oh, this is drums. And it was good morale boost in Halo 3. Things aren't going so well for the humans at times there in the game. Like, is that really a Spartan? Oh my god. I love all the little comments you hear from the Marines and side characters when you're playing the game. They can say some pretty funny stuff. There's so many songs from all of these games that I could have played. I mean, I listened to all these soundtracks in preparation for the show, like, many times. I listened to each soundtrack over and over, and it was really hard to handpick them because almost every single one of them was recognizable. I mean, on the Halo 1, I think it was, like, one or two songs. It was like, I'm not too familiar with these. They're almost kind of like background ambience because most of them, you're like, oh, I know this, like, instantaneously. It's pretty amazing to think about. Halo came out in 2001, and it's still continuing strong to this day. The amount of hours that I've put into playing these games. Oh, man. In Halo 3, the composer, like... He had, like, real symphonies, like, playing this stuff. The first one, you can tell a lot of it is synthesizers and things like that. You know, keyboard sampling. But obviously, the game was making bazillions of dollars, so they were like, okay, let's get real choirs, let's get uh, real professional musicians and symphonies to make these incredible songs. In fact, let's go over how much money some of these games made. That's actually pretty interesting stats uh, let, me pull, let me pull this up altogether altogether they say that the games have sold over 65 million copies 65 that's just one sold that's not shared amount of people playing it's way more than 65 million people have played this game and the games alone are grossing a total it's debatable between 3.4 to 5 billion dollars that's the total franchise of the games, plus it's bred more than just the games. It's been uh, 
there's, you know, comic books, there's, they've, there's been online YouTube, like, movie videos, like, I think it's, one of them's called Red vs. Blue. All sorts of things have come out of the Halo universe, and I know they've been trying to make a movie forever, uh, for some reason it's not been greenlit, which I'm shocked about, but it hasn't at this point. Someday, I'm telling you right now, I will put money down that someday a Halo movie will come out in in the big screen. Almost $5 billion. That's incredible. That is absolutely amazing. I have it for each game, and this is pretty interesting, too. Oh, this song is so classic. I'm going to get to the stats here, but I was distracted by this song. This is really epic. And for Halo 3, like I said, you got to wrap it up. This is the third game. You got to go bigger, badder, ugh, stronger. I'm Kanye West. Bigger, better, stronger, faster. Super big fight music right here, right? Like, you got to go up against whatever those Covenant, like, tank things are. You got everything coming at you right now. So dramatic. All right, so let's go over some of the numbers here. Halo 1, Combat Evolved, sold approximately 6.43 million titles. Halo 2, up that to 8.49 million titles. Halo 3, wow, everybody wanted a copy of this, was 11.87 million copies. I remember Halo 3 came out for the Xbox 360, I believe, and me and my buddy Adam bought the Xbox 360 specifically for Halo 3 to come out on it. Halo Wars was 2.34 million, so not as much, but it's an RPG, and that's a great game. Halo ODST surprisingly had 6.22 million. That's a lot. Halo Reach came in with 9.56 million copies sold. That's amazing. The Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition, which they upped the graphics and everything, it's the same game, just with newer graphics. Was 2.21 million copies. Halo 4 came in at 8.94 million copies sold. And I've not played Halo 5 Guardians, but I've been told through my sources that that is well over 6 million. In fact, nobody really knows the exact numbers on it. I guess they're still assessing them. But it's definitely over 6.6 million copies sold. So the Halo franchise is not going anywhere anytime soon. It's going to be here for quite a while. This song is called Gravemind. Now, I haven't really mentioned him, but Gravemind is kind of the leader of the Flood. I think at first they just had the Flood attack you as sort of these mindless infestation characters. 
these enemies. And then they realized at some point that we kind of need to make the flood be somewhat organized to work in a storyline with them. And so they came up with this character named Gravemind, who's essentially kind of like the nerve center of the flood. And this is one of the songs that plays when you're in Halo 3 and you're like, you're like, you're in this area where everything is like flood oriented and it's very disorienting and everything is like bubbly and gross and totally, totally infested. And Gravemind keeps talking to you. And it's like, it's like weird effect. It's like, and he like talks to you. He's like, it's like deep, nasty voice. Uh oh. There comes the uh, classic flood sound. And Gravemind would talk to you. And honestly, I thought that was a very confusing part of Halo 3 with Gravemind talking to you because at some points he starts to work with you. And all of a sudden the flood is not attacking you. And you're like, oh my God. And then, of course, it turns back, and all of a sudden the Flood attacks you as soon as Gravemind turns his uh, back against you. And there's such an exciting end to Halo 3 when you have to get on the, the Warthog and drive out of that place, and everything's falling apart, and there's explosions, and there's Flood and Covenant, you got to run them over. Oh, it's a great ending. It's also similar in Halo 1 where you have to drive the Warthog out of the... I think it's a, is that the Pillar of Autumn? I forget which ship that is in in that one, and that's fantastic as well. But the series really does have a fantastic ending when you're flying out on the Warthog. It's grade A stuff. No way. Oh my god. I think Smash is coming in again. It's really getting out of control. Captain Keys. Captain Keys? No, I'm Phil. Holy crap! We have the Master Chief here in the studio. I thought you were Smash trying to get in. Where is he? Smash? I don't know. Who cares? He's probably messing up some errand or some chore or something. Did anyone else make it? Yeah, Cortana was here earlier. Cortana? Yeah, it was awesome. But she had to leave to go make uh, Halo Infinite. I understand. Look, Master Chief, I'm almost done with the show, but my... Oh my god, this, you're more than welcome to stay with me and help me wrap things up. Don't get any funny ideas. Me? No, never. No, no, nothing like that. Our last song, Master Chief, I'm so glad you're here, is the super emotional last track, okay, of the Halo 3 series. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. This is like one of the final songs that plays, right, Master Chief? And it's really emotional and it's really summing things up you all right yes sir oh this huge war between the covenant is finally over you know and they're about ready to do it there's like a memorial to all the soldiers lost very emotional and the arbiter is there one of your good buddies and it's like a really awesome ending to the game hear that there's probably like some amazing symphony that's actually playing this in real life and then you get to hear it when you're playing the game it's it's awesome let's stay focused all right all right you're right you're right let's listen to the music what is this enya little yanni yanni is such an obscure reference 
All right, so that concludes the original uh, trilogy music. Now, I do have a few songs hidden in my back pocket here. I found these on the internet. I'd like to play them for you. Is it true? Yeah, they're kind of uh, interesting recreations of Halo classics. You might like it. I'm not sure. Let's, let's play the first one here. Something tells me I'm not going to like this. Hold on now. Master Chief, you uh, like that techno beat? No. Get ready. Here's the drop. Get ready. Punch it. All due respect, sir, as bad as it is, I don't think music would be a good way to combat the Covenant. What do you think, Master Chief? You think this should be in the next uh, Halo game? That's not going to happen. Alright, alright, fair enough. Let's try the next one. This next one is, like, really slow. I think you might like this one. It's a really different spin. Super different. So slow. Do you, you start to hear the halo mixing in? We're just sitting back enjoying this. Let's play our last song of the evening. This is a super intense, like crazy trap music, whatever it is, remix. You'll you'll know the song. What if God was one of us? Okay, let's turn that down a little bit here. 
All right, well, I think that's all the songs that I have left for us here today, so I think we're pretty good to wrap things up. What do you think? You have a better idea? Nope, I think we are all good. Guys, look, if you would like to leave me an email, you can leave it at philinterrupted at gmail.com. I'd love to hear you guys talk about Halo, anything else you'd like. Slow down. You're losing me. Okay. All right. I'll slow down. Guys, um, philinterrupted at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns about Halo, Cortana, Master Chief here? Any questions you'd like me to ask him for you? I can do that. Slow down here. So I want to thank... Cortana for stopping by. That was awesome. And I really want to give a huge shout out to Master Chief. Like, thank you so much for surprising me here today. I, I thought you were smashed, but thank God you were not. Uh, this is like the coolest guest I've ever had. So thank you so much for stopping in. One minute remaining. Oh, only one minute left. Uh, I know you guys both have a lot of enemies to go kill. You got to shut down those Covenant and whoever else. You got to get rid of them. I really appreciate you guys saving humanity and letting me play this game a million times. All these games, so much fun. So I do thank you, Master Chief, and I look forward to playing more Halo in the future because I know the series is going to go on and on and on. But uh, I think that's pretty much it here, so... No, I think we're just getting started. Oh my god, wow, one of Master Chief's most famous lines. Yes! That's awesome. Ten seconds remaining. Oh boy, we better wrap this up. Countdown's on. All right, guys. Well, we are making moves here on Film Erupted, and we will catch you next time. Peace out. Game over.